Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Steve McLaren, yeah? Yeah, what's he been up to? Well, Steve's looking for a job, of course, after doing his destroying exit <sighs> yeah. at Derby. He's, he's not, not, not looking too hard, though, I imagine. <laughs> he's, well, he's, in he's no, sitting pretty, he's in financially no, wise. He's sitting, well, exactly, he's sitting pretty, because <laughs> he got a fortune from yeah. um, Derby, and mainly he thinks, I tell you what, I'm going to spend some quality time with Casper. Right. Right. He did get an interview uh, for the Sunderland job, Sunderland job. Sunderland yeah. job for the Sunderland job. Um, it's what he called Ellis Shorts. That's right. Well, Ellis, he wanted to meet him up in. You know um, he's an American, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he owns um, the Carnegie Club, Sligo Castle. It's where Madonna mm-hmm. and uh, Shane Ritchie got married. Yep. Um, and he wants to meet him up there. Says he'll take him up by helicopter. Right. Right. But he thinks, no, I've promised ca- this time's for Casper, and Casper loves his trains, loves Thomas the Tank Engine and that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he said, I'm going to get the sleeper up there, and it may be a real treat for Casper. Uh, so he puts Casper in his travel bag, a few things to keep Casper occupied, you know, his chalks, his little daft ba- bath plug that he really yeah. likes, his boing boing button, and his little trains. <laughs> And he's got some little pictures, you know, of the Stoke defensive midfielders, you know, Whelan, Bardsley, Charlie Adam. Yeah. Really likes them. They get to King's Cross. Steve goes to the machine where you get your ticket. And whilst he's doing that, a Welsh bloke comes up to him and says, Hello, Mr McLaren. I think a pigeon feather has fallen from the roof onto your front of your head in it, boy Oh, don't be daft, you Roderick of Plonkersville. That's me hair island. Once was a manager had a wonderful idea To design a carpet tile all other brands would fear He sketched around his hairline with reddish ginger ink Then stood on his head on the carpet tile by the sink It produced a hair island tile A hair island tile It's me hair island, you wombat <laughs> So, um. The bloke asks him for a selfie. Steve obliges. A bloke says, Where you off to then, lovely in it? Why all? <laughs> I say, I'm getting the sleeper to Scotland. That's a funny way to say it. It Andy? is, yeah. But the fella didn't laugh anyway. Mm. He says, The sleeper leaves from Houston. You're in the wrong station. Oh, God, he thinks. He's right. Oh, Raspberry, says Steve. Oh, Raspberry's come on, Casper. Picks up his bag, but it's really light. Casper isn't in it. Casper! Casper, you Rodney! Casper, where are you? He's really worried. It's specifically, he's really worried that he's gone to platform nine and a half and he's on a train to Hogwarts. That's right. a worry. That yeah. would be a worry, wouldn't it? So he runs around asking people. 
have you seen Casper? Oh, God, Casper, he's a big yellow snake. Have you seen him? Then he goes to the ticket inspector by the platform. Yo, can you help me? I've lost my snake, Casper. Well, the guards, the ticket inspector's Welsh as well. He says, now calm down, sir. Did you know you've got a chicken hatching out of the top of your head, didn't it, boy? Oh, there's lovely. He says, oh, fuck off, you cheeky... It's a... Oh. Then his attention is drawn by a whistle being blown on the platform to Welsh train guard. All aboard! All aboard! There's lovely in it, boy <laughs> And just as he blows his whistle, he, catch, he catches a glimpse of a very large lady boarding the train, Uh-oh. right? Wearing a pair of stonewashed jeans Uh-oh. from the TU collection at Sainsbury's, a pair of Dunlop trainers from Sports Direct, and a purple anorak from very.co.uk. <laughs> In her hand is a black bin liner and there's a trail of, like, some liquid coming from it. The door slams and she goes in. Could it be, Andy? I very much think it would be, yes. Is it the fat lass? It has to be, surely. Oh, God, well, Steve can't take a chance, so he headbutts the ticket collector in his tits, right? Yeah. And runs onto the platform. The guard blows his whistle just as Steve turns the handle on the first-class carriage and jumps aboard. He just made it. Good one, Steve. Well, it's all quiet now, you know, like it is in first-class carriages. Yeah. You know well, I mean? no, because I've never been on one. No, but if you've had to walk through, it's all Oh, quiet. it's very intimidating, isn't yeah. it? Usual big knobs are in there. Yeah. Andy, Tommy Walsh, the posh labourer. Yeah. You know? Uh, Greg Wallace, the vegetable stall owner. <laughs> yeah? In his black polo neck. He's watching Logan, the werewolf film on his Mac Surface Pro. Oh. So that's nice, isn't it? Then he sees Pierce Morgan, you know, the gossip columnist. Yes. And he's got his shirt open, and he's using... Do you know, like, those screen wiper things that you scrape ice off? Yeah. The windscreen. He's using one of them, and he's scraping all the residue and oils off his chest and his stomach, yeah? And then he, like, flicks flicks it into a little tin bucket he's got on the table in front of him. Is it a bit like this sort of residue you have left in a pan after Friday night? Honestly, that's a very, very good analogy. It starts to solidify. Yeah, Yeah. and he's just scraping it. He flicks it in this bucket, and then from time to time he takes a a sip from this little bucket, you know. (laughs) And uh, Recycling, that's good. He says, uh, hello, Stephen, come and join me. And he says, do you think I'm great, Steve? And then he slurps from his little pot. And Steve thinks he'd better say yes. He says, oh, yes, Piers. Um, then Piers says, do you think girls are thick and that boys are better than girls? And then he slurps from his, his bucket. And Steve says, well, you know, Piers, I, I think, you know, they're different. <laughs> All he can think to say. And then... He says, would you like to mould your fingers into my big fat lady's arse and see if you can find a prize? <laughs> he says, I'm all right, Pierce. Honestly, I've lost my snake, Casper. I'd better go look for him. Snake, you say? Tell him I'd love a chat if you find him. <laughs> anyway, uh, he then downs what's left in the bucket, um, shouts over to Greg. Hey, Greg, come here. What do you think of women? Do you think they're thick? <laughs> So Steve's glad to get out of there, you know, and he get, goes into the next <laughs> carriage and he thinks he can hear a boing-boing sound. You know, Casper might be <laughs> ah, pressing his boing-boing button. Boing-boing button, yeah. Yeah. Then he sees the Dunlop trainer stretched out into the gangway. There she is. It's a fat lass, he thinks. He runs up, but he gets a shock. It ain't her, Andy. It's the big lass from Towie, and she's eating crispy fried duck. <laughs> Lots of it. That must be what was dripping out of the bag. Right. Right. And the little dog under the table is the one with the boing-boing button, who's pressing the boing-boing button. And he says, oh, excuse me, madam, where's this train going? 
She says, stalk. He says, stalk? Fucking stalk? Are you kidding me? Stalk? Stalker's got a fucking train station. He said, he'd not like him to swear. And then he hears a voice saying hello to him. It's the bloke who took the selfie. And he shows him Steve the photo. He's proud of it. And Steve notices there's a train leaving just behind him on the photo. And looking out of the back window is Casper. Right. Do you get it? It... You know, when he took the selfie... Right. ..the train leaving Kings Shit. Cross. Yeah. He says, oh, my thruppany bits, says Steve. Do you know where that train's going? And the man says, Inverness, innit? <clears throat> Inverness? In Scotland? Scotland? Scotland has got train stations. <laughs> oh, Casper, my love, what am I going to do? Is this and end of part one? That's the end We're going to find part. out. McLaren. Go on. Steve McLaren, you might remember we left Steve um, heading... Can I go to the toilet? No. Oh. We left Steve on a train for Manchester. Feel free to say, oh, yeah, any time during this. We, we left Steve on a train for Manchester with Casper on another train to Inverness, and I thought it was pretty exciting, did you? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was but all right. I'm going to tell you about that side of the story next next week, right, because I want to tell you about something else that happened on the train, right? I went back oh! to... Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I went back to the first-class carriage to see what Piers Morgan was up to. Yeah? Right, yeah. I was a bit fascinated. Turns out he sat with Alan Brazil, who I didn't uh, see before when I passed through, because he was in the shitter, you know, with one of those machines that shag you, right? Yeah. So I sit behind <laughs> him so I can listen in. Um, Piers says, so, Alan... Piers says, what's his voice like? Yeah, so, Alan... Is he not Barry Holman, is he? He's... So, Alan, do you think women are thick? He said, I'll just do that. That's fair enough. Yeah, I suppose they are a bit thick, but listen, Pierce, they are not easy on the eye, so that's okay by me, right? <laughs> Pierce says, that's a superb joke. Who's the thickest woman you've ever met, though? Jesus, I can't see. I've met so many thick ones. And you meet so many foreign ones these days, don't you? And, well, I can't tell if they're thick or just being difficult, Right? Pierce says, I've got a big, soft, fat ass, Alan. Would you like to mould your hands into it, see if you win a prize? <laughs> Tommy Walsh, the labourer, had a go, and he found a pasty. I know I'm OK, son. Listen, who's your favourite ape? Is it... <laughs> Is it Tarzan's ape cheetah? Bubbles the chimp, or Caesar from the planet of the apes? Pierce says, I like Caesar best, because he's outspoken, right? <laughs> Alan... And Pierce, you're incredibly outspoken when it comes to Arsenal. Do you still want Wenger out, or does that not feel outspoken enough now? Pierce says, Well, I'm thinking of pretending I want Tony Pullis as manager. That's pretty outspoken, I reckon. He's, Whoa, hold on, Tiger. That is strident beyond belief. It's almost litigious. <laughs> Pierce says, well, that's what I'll go for then. He said, hey, Giro, Giro had a go on my ass. He found a couple of walnuts and scotch egg. Alan says, go on then, I'll have a poke about. So Pierce puts a newspaper on the table to catch the seepage and presents his big cloud of an arse to Alan. Alan dives in, Andy, and guess what he finds? What's he found? Bingo, he says, a nice leg of lamb. Oh, nice, isn't it? Jackpot. Pierce says, yeah, it's pre-basted as well. Tell your wife <laughs> to slow cook it on Gas Mark 4 if she can read numbers. <laughs> and then both laugh and uh, Alan waddles off down the toilet to get back on his machine. <laughs> so, 
That's Good. a nice little diversion, that, isn't it? And that's got nothing to do with Steve McLaren at all, has it? No, but it, uh, you know, it was a side story. He doesn't get off until um, we get right up to the northwest, so I have to fill right. that period into because I don't know what the what's happening with Casper, do I? I'm thinking we should. Is that the end of that bit? Yeah. Steve McLaren, interested? Well, what would happen if I said no? Well, I've got a good song. I mean, if you said no oh, politely, I would move on. Me, me personally, <laughs> not asked. The the listenership might, probably might be. Go for it. So when we last saw Steve, right, he was on a train bound for Glasgow, yeah? And Casper, his snake was on and a... Can I just add? Yeah. What has Steve McLaren been linked with this week? Well, I know it all ties in. Andrew. Oh, are you going to mention it? Are you? All fucking ties in. All oh, right, okay. Do you think these aren't? This isn't factual. So when I like me and Casper's on a train heading for Inverness, right? Right. So who are those people looking Just through? People, I think it must be fans. Think ISIS? No. Are they yeah. really? Yeah. You kidding Not me? Of, us, of themselves. We'll get your tits out. He has as oh he has as well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, which is a shame. So <laughs> and Casper's heading to Inverness. So right. Steve gets hold of a guard and explains his predicament. The guard, I don't know if you remember, for the purposes of this story, all British Rail employees are Welsh. Right. And I've stuck with that. Yeah. Um Oh, that's terrible, sir. Excuse me, sir. Why have you got a crescent of ham on your head? That's not a ham crescent, says Steve. That's me mid-head Oxbow Lake, you Rodney Ooh. Plonker. It separates my hair island from the mainland hair. Let me tell you all about it. Let me take you to the West Sussex Downs. Come with me, squeeze me, listen to the sounds. We'll laugh, we'll dance, you'll pat me on the head. If you're a lady, we might just... End up in me bed. I'm a creature with a feature that will blow your gypsy mind. I've a hairstyle, it's unique mind that nature has designed. Mid-head oxbow, why don't you jump one in? Mid-head oxbow, it's perfect for a swim. Do you know what I mean? Do you feel me? It's bigger than both of us. It's a new way, full of joy and hope. It's a mid-head oxbow, take it for a spin. It's a mid-head oxbow, it's made from actual skin. Please, world, you've got to listen. Together we can end the madness. A different world where harmony costs nothing. The front bit's an island full of fruit and spice. The back lot is a country where everything is nice. On Sundays and Mondays, no one goes to sleep. You can cross to the island, the water's not that deep. There's a market selling street food and homeopathy. There's a park and a cafe where the sausage rolls are free. I'm offering you a life free from pain and skullduggery. A, a safe space where you can dream of a life without pain and hardship. Mid. It's a mid head oxbow, no new hope for humankind. Mid-head oxbow will take away your fears. Mid-head oxbow will lubricate your beard. You have to believe me, it's a movement, an uprising. It's got a lot going for it. Come on, sign up, let's change things for the many, not just the few. <laughs> what do you think, Andy? Seven out of ten. Just seven, <laughs> you fucker. 
So the guard says, how in the very hell, sir? I tell you what, I'll phone ahead to Coventry and ask the station master to hold the train. We're only five minutes behind, lovely boy. That's nice, isn't it? So they get to Coventry and the station master's on the platform and him and Casper are playing with Casper's boing-boing button, right. having a right good laugh. So that's nice, isn't it, lovely. Andy? Um, ah, Mr. McCrallan, is it? What a lovely snake. What's his name? Bloody Rodney Plonker, if I had my way, says Steve, because he's a bit annoyed, Andy, because yeah. he nicked off to the wrong train. Come on, Casper, let's get a fart on. So the um, station master says, I've told the guard to allow you in first class, less people. Be nicer for Casper, innit? Boy, oh, there's lovely and tidy, innit? So they get settled. Casper looks a bit bashful. And Steve won't even look look at him when he rests his head on Steve's lap. He's in a right old, got a cob on with him. Suddenly there's a lot of huffing and puffing. And out of the toilets comes Sean Dyche. He's on his way back to Burnley. Right. Right. Probably have to change at Preston or something. I don't know. Yeah, I so. um, and he's uh, he's been to a big exhibition in London of those machines that Shaggy, you know them. Yeah. So Shane <laughs> says, "All right, Steve. All right, Casper. Do you mind if I join you? I've just had a tod, and some company takes me mind off the ache I get in my ballsack after I've passed a Hobbit sock or two." Not at all. Hey, how's it going at Burnley? All right, he says. Just treading water. If I keep my head down, I might get the England job when Southgate gets his final taxi. If not, I'm going to open up a welding academy once we go down. No foreigners, just local lads. Oh, my bloody balls. Now, at this point in the day, Andy, I heard about Danny Rose saying he wasn't happy with his wages. Yeah, he wants to go north, doesn't he? And he wants to go up north. So I'm going to abandon that. I abandoned that story. Right. <laughs> to tell Bye. you. McLaren is back. He is. In business. He is. Um, now, look, if you um, watch our live show that's on, on is it on YouTube? It's, it's, if you go to athleticalmints.com, it's there. Right. I'm just, I only mention that because it's a 75 minute show, which includes... Uh, Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren, kind of. the climax of the story between him, the fat lass, and Casper. So, and a judge. And a judge. So if you've listened to that, this is the next bit. Fast forward from that terrible, awful day at court. That, well, I won't give to any spoilers. And Steve is now manager of the London club, QPR. Do you remember QPR? Do I remember, Do you remember the QPR? <laughs> what, for when my football team used to be in the championship? Yeah. Yeah, I remember QPR, yeah. <laughs> Ian Holloway was their manager before. He was. He hadn't been seen, apparently, since the very day of his sacking. Mm -hmm. So that's quite interesting, isn't it? Anyway, so Steve turns up for his proper day, first proper day at the training ground, Sipson Lane. He's cocking a hoop, Andy, enjoying a nice pork pie, pops his head out of the window at the security gate, says, Hello, Fatso. <laughs> just, a, just a joke, silly of me. I'm the new manager, Steve McLaren. I was told there would be a pass waiting for me at these gates this morning. I need to measure up for new beige carpets in my offices. The man says, oh, what voice shall he do? I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, that's just your Mendes. Derek Guyler, was that? Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, Mr McLaren, I oh, think a bit of pork pie crust has got stuck to the front of your head. Would you like a Belinda wipe? 
No, I don't need a Belinda wipe. That's my hair island, you Rodney Plonker. Let me tell you all about it. It's my front of head adornment. It's a marvellous design. It's a miracle in the making. This hair island of mine. It helps me sense your movements. It helps me read your mind. It's a natural fascinator. This hair island of mine. Because there once was a manager <laughs> had a wonderful idea to develop a hairstyle all other teams would fear. He fed his forehead with lipids and proteins and grew a hair island in the shape of New Orleans. It's my hair island. It's my hair island. It's my hair island, you Rodney of Plunkersville. Oh, suit yourself. Looks more like the shape of Lake Erie. But there you go. <laughs> He's a bit jovial, isn't he? Man gives him the pass. Oh, and can I have a pass for my snake, Casper, please? <laughs> oh, no, I don't have one here. And snakes and reptiles are not allowed on the premise. I'm afraid. But Casper is assistant manager. If he can't come in, then we'll never finish 15th like I promised at the interview. Oh, let me see him. I'll see what I can do. Everyone at the club is desperate to finish 15th, so I'm happy to help. Casper, Casper, my love, come out and say hello to the nice man. But when Steve turns round on the back of the car, he sees the boot doors wide open Uh-oh. and Casper is nowhere to be seen. Uh-oh. He looks at the main building of the training complex and there on the ground floor he can just see Casper's yellow tail disappearing through one of the ground floor windows. Oh. There he is! Lift up the gate! I must fetch him before he gets hurt! So Steve gets in the building and searches. Casper, Casper, where are you, you naughty, silly Casper? Casper, I've got your mighty bites! Oh, Casper! <laughs> <laughs> Well, Steve and the man helps him as well. Oh, I'll help as well. I've searched the whole training ground. And the man says the only other place they could look is the OSLT room in the basement. It's got, like, all the sprinkler pumps and all that sort of shit, Andy, yeah? Yeah. Well, they go inside, turn the lights on, and the security man is immediately smashed across the head with a flagon of cider. Steve can't see anymore. Just a terrible smell of cider... There's a, in, you can see a large bed of hay that's full of like rabbit droppings and three old sacks of potatoes in one corner. Suddenly, Steve feels the cold steel of a lawnmower blade round his neck. <laughs> it's Ian Holloway. Uh oh. He's been hiding down there since he was. And what sacked. does Ian Holloway talk like, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wanker, McLaren. Coming here to take my job with your fancy ways and your fancy hair island. I've been waiting for you. What do you mean? What's your specific beef? (laughs) (laughs) But, but, he can... What's your specific beef? Uh, I don't need no fancy pants manager here to finish 15th. I nearly done it last season and I got no thanks. I've been living down here with me rabbits and me cider, just waiting for this moment. I'm going to cut off your fancy hair horn and make you eat it. No, please, not my hair island. It's where all my average power comes from. But he can feel the blade at the root of his hair miracle. Then out of the corner of his eye, Andy... He sees Casper crawling out from beneath the hay. Now, Casper has a huge build-up in his throat, and he raises his head up high. Steve says, do it, Casper. And Casper does. He spews a stream of 
hot sick straight at Holloway's face. It fills his eyes with stomach acid and rabbit dropping juice. Ian peels off. My cider! My cider! Somebody save my cider! (laughs) Well, the security guard wakes up at this, restrains Holloway, and Steve takes Casper in his arms and gives him a hug. Oh, Casper, you little beauty. You know all about Holloway's plans, didn't you? And Casper smiles. Would you like a mighty bite, Casper? And Casper smiles again. Because, Andy, of course he would. (laughs) Right, Casper, let's go and measure up for those new carpets. (laughs) Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. So, Steve McLaren... Uh-huh. Um, was summoned this week to meet Tony Fernandez uh-huh. in the chairman's office at QPR, right. which stands for Andrew. Um, what does it stand for? Queens Park, Park Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, I, I didn't know till I went last year. That's their London's Irish club. Did you know that? Nah, it's like you've, you're meant to have an affinity. If you're Irish, you're a QPR fan. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. Right. Like if you're a scaffolder, yeah, you're a, you've got an affinity with West Ham, right? <laughs> That's how you understand it. So he's summoned to meet Tony Fernandez in the chairman's office. Um, he's a bit worried, Andrew, mm. because they're bottom of the league after three games. Very much so, yeah. And no points, right? So Steve is sat in his own office in his underpants, you know, <laughs> eating some jelly and carnation. Yeah. With Casper, he says, Oh dear Casper, I'm all in a pickle. I don't know up from down, honestly. In a word, I'm shitting house bricks. Shall we just go home and watch Poirot? Well, on hearing this, Casper slides out of a drawer, bringing with him a light blue short sleeve shirt, polyester, mm. and a yellow and blue striped tie. Steve picks him up. Oh, Casper, you little wonderful. It's a BHS polyester comfort fit with breathable armpit inserts. Where did you get this? They're as rare as worms in top hats. <laughs> well, Casper just winks. You know, in that way he has, Andy. Yeah. You know, that sort of benign, yeah. calm way. Yeah. I can face anything with one of these stretched across my chest. So Steve puts on the shirt and tie 
and steps into a pair of M&S elasticated waist Cornish blue jeans with a slick kick on the flare. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Lond- he's a London guy, isn't yeah, he, now? of course, yeah. Hey, hey, there, London guy, with your big bag of pepper and a lovely smile. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts his papoose round his neck, pops Casper in, and strides round to Tony Fernandez's office. Oh. Tony. So what you got to say for yourself, McLaren? <laughs> this is not the start to the season we expected. We're already nine places away from a glorious 15th place finish. Explain yourself. Uh, is it all right if I let Casper run around a bit, Mr Fernandez? Yeah, sure thing. Oh, what a lovely carpet you've got, Mr Fernandez. 100% wool with Superguard treatment, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no mistake. Would you like a bite of me crispy peanut fun and laughter bar, Mr Fernandez? No, no, I don't. I have some tomatoes already. <laughs> Are you sure? It's like nutty shite, but with a chocolate coat on. Yeah, I'm sure as hell, I'm sure. This office is quite extensively glazed, Mr Fernandez. You might want to draw the blinds when you're not here to protect the carpet from sun damage, you know. Look, cut the crap, McLaren, and explain the goddamn awful start to the season. How are you picking your team? What are your tactics? What are your goddamn tactics? So... Steve says, I'll tell you, Mr. Fernandez, just listen. I chose the team from the adults in the squad. I put the one with gloves into the goal for my defence. I chose the tallest lads and in midfield I put the brightest boots. And then up front I put one fat, one thin. And a winger to take corners that we win I tell them all to pass the ball around And try their best not to damage the pitch Come on! If we lose the ball, try to get it back If we win the ball, try to mount an attack But most of all, keep your jerseys clean And no muddy boots in the changing room if Casper sees a player trying hard He notes his name and writes it down And then, at the end of the match We give that man a fun and laughter bar If we lose the ball, we try to get it back If we win the ball, we try to mount an attack But most of all, make it look like you're trying And if the crowd says you aren't, say they're lying Oh yeah, boop bat doop bop ba doop bat ba Fun and laughter in the chocolate cuddle Doop bat boop ba doop bat ba doo Fun and laughter in the chocolate cuddle Boop bat boop be doop bat ba doo ba Boop bat boop be doop bat ba doo ba Fun and laughter in the chocolate suit I tell the team Oh, go on Casper, do a dance Tell the team To run as fast as they can and then half time to wash their hands And at full time When we've lost again We all pretend that we're very upset What do you think, Mr Fernandez? I think it's bullshit You got three games to get four points Or you're out on your saggy ass. <laughs> yes, Mr Fernandez Of course, Mr Fernandez 
Hey, what's that on the top of your head? Is it a kipper fin? No, you donut. That's me hair island. My hair. Oh, fuck off with the songs already and do one. <laughs> so Casper and Steve leave the office. Hey, Casper, lad. I think this might be our easiest destroying exit to date. Casper gives him a smile and a wink, and they both tuck into a crispy fun and laughter bar. It's nutty shite in a chocolate cuddle. So, Andrew, there's oh. an update on um, QPR. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know what? The destroying exit, I think he's perfected it this time, you're right. What's right? He's got he's a fault. Do- he's done so many of them, though. <laughs> the more you do, the better you get. So, Steve McLaren, Andrew. Yes. He's gone and got himself the booty. The booty. Who could have seen that coming? Well, you know, on this on this podcast, we pride ourselves <laughs> in seeing this type of nonsense <laughs> coming. So he got the sack, and let's face it, it's got all the hallmarks of a classic mm. British manager destroy yeah, an exit. Destroy it? an exit. Perfect, textbook. Wasn't it? So I managed to find out what happened on the day of the sacking anyway. Mm-hmm. Can't reveal my sources, and I never would. All right. So Steve was in his manager's office with Casper the Snake, who's his assistant manager at the moment, yeah? Officially, yeah. Yeah, he's topless, pacing around Don't like... Steve or the Snake? Steve. Steve is. Yeah, the um, Snake always wears his skin, you know, <laughs> his fur. He's topless, pacing around like, you know, like a fancy American law professor. Mm. That, that's how he looked like, and he's nibbling on... Um, a toffee and marshmallow fun and laughter bar. Yeah. Right, Steve says, Oh, dear Casper. <laughs> oh, dear Casper. What do you think Mr. Fernandez wants? <laughs> I'm in the right toodle, Pippa Ding Dong. I feel like I could drop a Todd any minute, you know. Should we just go home and watch Escape to the Country? <laughs> At that moment, Casper drops a lump as well, mm. as if to confirm he's feeling a bit, you know, queasy yeah. as well, like... God, do you think he? What do you think he wants? Do you think he needs some carpet advice? Maybe he's thinking of changing to a patterned weave in his car office. <laughs> Casper shakes his head. No, oh, maybe he wants me to give him a box of fun and laughter bars for his family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Casper just shakes his head. Oh, oh, I know what he wants. He'll want to have a chat about next season's new kit. I sent him a design, you know, based on a cross-section of a Dayton walnut cake. <laughs> Dark brown, light brown and beige. Yes, yes, I bet that's what he wants to talk about. <laughs> Casper shakes his head. Just as the phone rings, it's Mr Fernandez's secretary, right? And he's ready for Steve. Well, on hearing this, Casper opens up a little a drawer in the desk, revealing a lovely light blue short sleeve comfort fit shirt yeah. and a blue and white hooped tie. Yeah. Nice for QPR, isn't it? Oh, lovely. Um, oh, Casper, you little fountain of yummy sweet bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100... <laughs> It's 100% round with double cis sleeves. These are as rare as left-footed pelicans. I can't fail with this resting gently on my tits. <laughs> Casper smiles and they both walk through into Mr Fernandez's office. <laughs> so what you got to say for yourself, McLaren? One win in 50 games. If this continues, we'll never finish in 15th place. And wipe that piece of large leaf curry out. 
and wipe that piece of large leaf coriander off the top of your head. <laughs> no, Tony, you silly Rodley Plunker. That's not large leaf coriander. That's my head <laughs> island. My head island. Enough. Enough already, you dumb fucker, Billy. Explain yourself. Oh, all right, but would you like a fun and laughter bar, Mr Fernandez? It's nutty shite in a chocolate cat suit. No, I have some cherry tomatoes already. I must say I'm very impressed with the dur- durability of your carpet, Mr Fernandez. Just look at the heavy traffic area by the door. <laughs> It's still literally as good as new. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. In a certain light, the pile looks a bit flat and dreary. Oh, that's a bumbelino. Should I do a quick replump with me wooden comb? No, just leave it. Are you sure, Mr. Fernandez? As sure as hell, I'm sure. Now quit stalling and explain why my team can't win a goddamn match. Are they shit or are you shit? <laughs> Because I certainly smell shit round these parts. <laughs> Look, Tony, I know things have been, you know, a bit skew-whiff in recent weeks, but I've got a new motivational song that should turn things around. Just listen up. In this league, there are 24 teams, but the best one is the QPR. We're very proud. To have the cleanest kits and a super gorgeous manager. Our shirts are hooped, our shorts are breathable, and our socks feature a seamless toe. The changing rooms are fully carpeted, and the win bonuses are always nice and low. We are the QPR, we'd like to shake your hand. We are the QPR, 35th best team in the land. We always make it look like we are trying. 15th place is what we are supplying. Win, lose or draw, no matter where we are, we tidy up and thank the staff. There's more to life. Than three points on the board We always give the away fans a good laugh We are the QPR Have a fun and laughter bar We are the QPR We've all got company cars And if you say that we're shite Then you're lying If you're selling a dud Then we're buying Oh yeah, a doop bat whoop be doop bat be doop bat fun and laughter in the chocolate cuddle. Boop bat doop be doop bat be doop what fun and laughter in the chocolate cuddle. Doop bat doop be doop bat be doop bat doop bat doop be doop boop be doop bat fun and laughter in a chocolate suit. Go on, Casper, do your dance. We keep touch tight when we mark a man. But let them have the ball, cause that's polite And if we score, we let them get one back Cause at QPR we're really very nice So what do you think, Mr Fernandez? Do you think that will do the trick-a-doo-doo? Sounds like bullshit to me! 
Oh, but I suppose it might be worth a try. Well, at this point, Casper crawls up the side of Tony's desk here. His neck swells up. Yeah. Sazo, watermelon, Andy, massive. Oh, man. Yeah, and he spews a torrent of half-digestive <laughs> from the master bars right into Tony's face, Uh-oh. yeah? That's it, you saggy-ass helmet! You are fired! And take that long pig of yours with you! <laughs> yes, Mr Fernandez, of course, Mr Fernandez. Well, back in Steve's office, Steve and Casper laughing their heads off. Huh? Right? Yeah. Eek, Casper, I was so worried. I thought he might not sack us and we'd be stuck here without an exit payout. I think it was you spewing on him that did the trick. Casper <laughs> smiles, yeah? And Steve dials a number on his phone. <laughs> Hi, is that Sam? Sam Allardyce? <laughs> oh, hello, Sam. Oh, I've got some great news. Yeah, yeah, just wait for it. Destroy an exit at QPR successfully completed. Yes, see you at British Managers Lunch Club next Thursday. At Rules, yes. Yes. Hey, how's Tony Poulis getting on at Middlesbrough? (laughs) Nearly there, you say. (laughs) Nearly there. Oh, that's excellent. Then puts the phone down. Come on, Casper. Let's go to Mrs Fanny's cake box and get a shitload of iced yum-yums. You must be starving. That was quite a load you dumped on that plonker Fernandez. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> so that's Steve's. Another chapter complete. How many jobs has he been through now since we've been doing this podcast? Is it like four or something? Four or five, maybe. <laughs> but there you are. I don't know details of his pal. Yeah, he knows what he's come. doing, doesn't he? He's no mug. God, they all do, don't they? Oh, don't they they all do. So, Steve and um, Casper... Yeah. Um, ...having a right old time. Yeah. You know, because he's done his destroying exit. destroying exit, yeah, yeah. they're just sat at home eating fun and laughter bars, watching the telly, Sounds having awful. a lovely time. Count so, their money. Yeah, so he's a little extract from it. Hey, Casper... <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have to deal with that Mr Fernandez anymore. He was a right Lord Rodney of the city of Plonker, wasn't he? Casper nods. What shall we watch next, Casper? More Poirot? Casper shakes his head. I know. What about some escape to the country? That's such an exciting show. Casper shakes his head. Well, what do you want, Casper, you little yummy clod of friendly bubbles and suds? <laughs> Would you like to go to the carpet shop? Check out the new arrivals. But Casper shakes his head. Ooh. Oh, I, I, I tell you what, I'll sing a song for you. We are the QPR, we haven't got a manager. We are the QPR, we'll finish bottom half. But Casper ain't listening. Oh. What's the matter, Casper? Do you want to go in the pond for a swimmy woo-woo? Casper nods, and Steve lets him out of the back door, right? But suddenly there's a big bang on the front door, and it flies open. It's Ian Holloway. Oh. Oh. He's unshaven, his eyes are all dark and baggy, yeah? His coat's all stained and ripped, and he's holding a big plastic bottle of farm cider, yeah? (laughs) I, I know what you've been up to, McLaren. You never intended for QPR to finish 15th. You came in to destroy the club and then get out. That was my job you stole. I don't know what you're on about, Mr Holloway. 
I think you've had too much tractor wine. I would never do anything like that to my good friend Mr Fernandez and his wonderful mid-table team. Oh yeah, we'll explain this bastard tape then. So Ian turns on the little tape recorder that he'd hidden in Steve's office the day that he was sacked. Hello, is that Sam? Sam Allardyce, hello Sam. I've got some great news. Destroy and exit QPR successfully completed. Just you wait till I give this to Mr. Fernandez and the newspapers. You'll be finished, McLaren. No, it is not what you think, Ian. Shut up, you fraud, and take that lump of pork scratching off your head whilst I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking accent. That's not a pork scratching, you pipping willy. That's me hair island. Shut the fuck up, McLaren. <laughs> now, have you got a car to drive us to the Fernandez gaff? I've got my clown car in the garage, but it runs on candy floss and grizzly bear's dreams. <laughs> and I'm clean out of the bus. <laughs> well, at that point, Casper rears up behind Holloway's shoulder. His neck swells up and he forces a jet of spew directly into Holloway's ear. <sighs> Holloway falls to the floor, dropping his tape recorder. Has my head exploded or something? Because I sure as fuck think it might have. Hey, where's my tape um, thingy thing? You know, the tape, tape playing thingy. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about, Mr Holloway. I, I didn't ever see you with one. Maybe it's the farmer's side of playing tricks on your mind. Well, Ian's a bit confused and he starts searching for his tape. Steve looks out of the back window just in time to see Casper disappearing into the pond with the tape recorder in his mouth. Well, I think it's time you went on your way. You got lucky somehow. I'll work it out and I'll be back, McLaren. Do you hear me? I'll be back. And with that, he stumbled out onto the street and made his way off. Good work, Casper, you yummy fountain of sweet iced crispy biscuits. Shall we get back to Poirot? And Casper nods as if to say, fucking right, we should. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but you know. One question I've got from that. Yeah. I, I heard a reference to tractor wine. Yeah. Where can I get tractor wine? You like, Tractor wine, you can only get it <laughs> on the edge of fields in Somerset. Oh, right. That's so, a bit far for me. You look to drive mind. there. Good stuff, though. Steve, yep. Mr. McLaren, mm-hmm. sent uh, by mistake, he sent a song to Mr. <laughs> Fernandez, but for some reason, he'd, is it tagged? He tagged me <laughs> Somewhat in. Somewhat like that. So, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. song. I'm sending you this song, Mr. Fernandez, because I don't think we had a proper chance to say goodbye. I know I didn't get you your coveted 15th place finish. But maybe next season, with some of the changes I put in place, your dream will come true. The offices at the club have never been so beautifully carpeted. The tumble dryers are all super efficient. Condenser units now. The muffins and fancy served at half-time in the hospitality area are gluten-free and reduced sugar. Everything's in place. You just need a little bit of luck. Miss... Yes, you just need a little bit of luck. 
I thought the chorus was there, but it's not. Here we go. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Miss you, Fernandez. Kiss, kiss you, Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Mr. Fernandez. Miss kiss you, Fernandez. Still miss you, Fernandez. Thank you for giving Casper the chance to manage an average club. He was so proud, and I think that, like me, you realised he was a yummy, fat souffle filled with happy bubbles, suds, and candy thoughts. Maybe we could visit the club one day and fluff up the carpets in the areas of heavy traffic. We'll always remember you, Mr. Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Kiss you, Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Still miss you, Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Oh, Mr. Fernandez. Kiss, miss you, Fernandez. (laughs) Miss kiss you, Fernandez. So sorry we took you to the cleaners, Mr. Fernandez. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.